Hello, and welcome back to another FACT podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, the Olympics are going full bore. The 2020, or I mean 2021, pandemic um, delayed Olympics are going on in Tokyo. There are no fans, and I just love um, watching some of the healthiest humans on the face of the earth have to put on a mask and scrub their hands with alcohol after a athletic event. Um, okay, you guys have not followed biology at all or read a book, even on viruses or on communicability of a virus. So it, uh, it, just, it just frustrates me. If you go out there and ask anyone what OC43 is or 229E, they have no idea, even though it's one of the coronaviruses they've had several times in their lifetime. And you couldn't even, you couldn't, they couldn't even tell you how they got those or how they worked. But that's all right. We'll just move on from there because that's not the subject of today's uh, podcast. What is the subject is overlooking the underdogs, biases by experts in sports, um, experts at Vegas because they have to wager money on it. When they look at a, um, sporting event these experts in las vegas who get paid very well to uh, predict you know who's going to win this football game basketball game baseball game the 100 meters you can you can wager on about anything at vegas but these experts you know lay out odds and i guarantee no one put money on amid hafanui from tunisia to win the 400 meter freestyle on swimming. He was the biggest surprise. No one put money on the Italian, Lamont Marcel Jacobs in the 100 meter, fastest man in the world this year with the gold medal at the 100 meter. He's an Italian. The Italians have never won a gold medal in a sprint ever. You have an Italian, pasta eating, pizza eating Italian going ahead and kicking butt, covered in tattoos. No one even mentioned him. If you watch the replay, and I just watched it three times, over and over again, they didn't talk to him, talk about him, and mention the word Jacobs until there was a second and a half left in the race. They were talking about the American. In fact, they were looking at the Canadian, who had already won some, um, I think he won the 200. They were They were already looking at you know, all these other athletes who probably were picked by Vegas to go ahead and win, and they were wrong. Again, the experts, the color commentator, the cameraman were wrong. I watched that 400-meter freestyle swimming, men's swimming, over and over again because the Tunisian teenager, he's 19, he barely qualified. I mean, he got, he's just edged in something by like a tenth of a second or a hundredth of a second it was insane he just edged into lane eight and if anyone knows anything about swimming and you don't have to know it's hard to win in an outside lane and the worst lane is lane eight when they were doing that race which was 400 meters so it took a while it wasn't like a sprint they covered the american the aussie this guy that guy 
They, the camera actually panned past lane eight a couple times. Didn't even look at the winner. No. Until the last 50 meters, did they, the last lap, did they start talking about the Tunisian. They're like, oh, wait a minute. This guy goes. And he, he was just swimming. It reminds me of Dora on Finding Nemo. Just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. That's all he did. And he was swimming fast. And he kept up with all the leaders. And then he took off. Wow. So what are we talking about today? Biases. Um, the BBC had a great article about, you know, how our biases help us miss the next star. And it happens in sports all the time, especially football, basketball, baseball, where we think this, uh, this athlete's going to do so well because he got... I don't know, the Heisman Trophy Award, which is an award they give to the best football player in college. And a lot of them are busts. And then you take someone who comes in, say, the last round or walks on to a team. What that means is they're, they're not really that good coming out of college. But somehow they improved and they become some of the stars. In fact, I remember... Um, that even the Minnesota Vikings and even the Philadelphia Eagles had basically, quote-unquote, I hate to use the word, no-names because they're absolutely fantastic players, but they had these no-names, and those biases actually push these players out. And statistically, on paper, when you watch them play, they had the most wins. They were doing the best. But biases actually change the reality we look at. If you have a bias and you're looking constantly for a hammer, where's my lost hammer? You know, where, where did I put it? Your brain is looking for that hammer. You're not going to see the screwdriver. You're not going to see the wrench that you also lost. And this is how we lose our keys all the time. Well, I put my keys down on the table. No, you did that two days ago. And because you were looking on the table for your keys, you forgot that last night when you came home tired, you hung them up. And they're on the key stand. You look everywhere but where they're supposed to be on the key stand. None of you have ever done that. Oh, excuse me. Yes, you have. And that, that principle is a neurological principle of biases. That we will actually change what we hear or we filter it out. We will change what we see or we filter it out based on our preconceived biases. I could talk all day about the pandemic, about how people were being misled and fantasy, and no matter what research is out there, no matter if we have 40 to 50 years of biological research, textbooks, this is the way it works, we can throw that all out based on this is what we think we're going to do this time. No, it doesn't work like that. You're not going to change it. And of course, now we have a nice Delta variant because you guys did not pay attention. And I'm talking about just not the scientists, because the other scientists have paid attention. They're yelling, and the good professors and scientists and researchers are, are sounding an alarm. But, you know, the, the government and the public are silencing them. They uh, silence me. Oh, I was right every single time. Every single time. Not been wrong yet on this bug. You know why? Because I just go off of what the textbooks say. I have a bias towards science science, and research and biological facts that have been proven over and over again. It's a terrible bias of mine. I, 
I like reality. The earth is round. And when someone says something, whether they're on CNN or their name is Dr. Fauci or they, they seem like there's some, you know, big wig from the Minnesota Department of Health, I don't care. It doesn't make sense to everything I learned in high school and college and under, undergrad and grad school. Sorry, when you go against everything, when it goes against the textbooks I have in my hand, then I'm going to say, well, wait a minute. And especially if we've already tried this before with the mRNA vaccine and we made a mess of, of things and they documented it and the good researchers wrote about it and it got published in peer-reviewed, peer-refereed journals, then guess what? I'm like, okay. This is what fact is. This is where we, this is where the, the state of our science now. And we've burnt that all down. And you guys are standing around, you know, saying, oh, we have to do this. We have to do this. Go back to mitigation. And I'm like, uh, really? You just don't realize that you just lost 40, 50 years of science with your words? That's what angers me. It's not so much that people don't know that they want to go backwards like that and you're allowing them. I'm not. I'll keep saying things. But your biases change how you look at things. When when Amid, the Tunisian, started swimming, he had belief in himself, and he's probably the next big swimmer. He's young, he's 19, he's probably there. No one looked at him. He's from a tiny little country. We have biases against that. We have biases against countries that are Muslim, we won't get into ethnicity and religion, but we do. In America, we have biases against that. We don't study their athletes. We don't study the things that comes out of there because we don't understand them. And if we don't understand something, we have a bias. And guess what? He kicked butt. Lamont, you know, Lamont Jacob, the Italian 100-meter gold medal runner, they, they didn't even consider him. And he won. He'll probably keep winning. He blew all the European records. He's doing fantastic. Guess what? He's going to go home a national hero. Now, people in his neighborhood, people, probably his own country, didn't know how good he was. That's how, what biases are. Those biases affect everything you know about. What you think, how you look at somebody. I'll give you a good example of biases. I'm a beat-up power lifter, hardly moving around now. But even when I was in shape, I used to go to the gym and I'd, say, have jeans on and boots and, you know, a flannel shirt going there, say I, I went for a walk or something like that, hiking, and now I'm going to go do my squats. And there'd be some kid with tight shorts on and a ripped-up muscle shirt um, probably juice to the hilt, squatting 400 pounds for reps. He thought he was something. And I'd go in and say, how long are you going to be on the squat rack? And he said, oh, I got a few more reps. And I said, okay. And I said, yeah, you know, I got to move some plates over here. Oh, what do you think you're something? And then I remember the time I said, sure, let me work in. Give me 30 seconds. And I got under the, the bar with all my street clothes on, jeans, boots, shirt. And I cranked out like 15 reps with four or five, four plates on there. While I was talking to him, hey, make sure your feet are far apart, you had terrible form, keep your head up. Well, the guy just turned around and walked out. Because his bias couldn't let him see that someone could be so strong. 
Good example is, you know, people I've worked with over the years. People who weigh 140, 132 pounds and outbench super heavyweights. Why? Because they can be that strong. Now, my bias is toward understanding the potential of the human body. My bias is I know what the body can do. I've hung around the strongest humans, men and women in the world, since I was a teenager. I've hung around Olympic athletes, some of the fastest hurdlers from the University of Maryland and um, several universities on the East Coast. I worked in a physical therapy clinic where we worked on pro football players and Olympic athletes down in Annapolis, Maryland for years. And I've seen the top and hung around the, these top athletes, track athletes, you know, endurance athletes, five, you know, 5,000 meters, 10,000 meters. Amazing. You know, these people would run around the block for 30 minutes and not even break a sweat and their heartbeat would hardly go up. Male and female. The power of the human body. So I guess my bias is to how strong the body can be. How strong someone can be. Don't overlook the underdog. You don't have enough information on the players yet to be named, as they say. You don't know who's going to come out uh, you know, of left field and just do a clean sweep. Well, I've never heard of them. You're not paying attention. Your biases have got you. This person, you know, has been ready to make a breakthrough. And that breakthroughs are common. They're not rare. As we watch the Olympics, oh, this is the, you know, the greatest surprise of the Olympics. And the next day, oh, this is another surprise. And this is another surprise. You know, we now have a St. Paul athlete, Hmong American. She won the overall gold in gymnastics. She trained at Midwest Gymnastics over in Little Canada, about five minutes from my clinic. And uh, we have a, my uh, girls have a good friend, you know, lifelong friend. Um, we, we used to watch these kids in the summer. Um, one of the, as a set of twins, and one of the twins was a good gymnast. And she used to work out at the same place with the gold medal champion from St. Paul. Probably seen her. Hell, she probably has been in my house with all the kids have come and gone in this house. We are the... Uh, the train depot of the neighborhood sometimes. So that's something to think about. The underdogs. Who, who do you really think could win or not? Don't underestimate the power of the human body. Don't underestimate the power, the willpower of being determined, hard work, and courage. Courage can take you a long way. And you'd be surprised for those who keep showing up and keep doing it. The Italian runner kept showing up. The St. Paul gymnast kept showing up. Even when all the spotlights were on Ms. Biles, Ms. Lee was kept showing up and ended up winning and being the best gymnast in the world today. The Tunisian swimmer, my... I could watch that race over and over again. He kept showing up, and he just kept swimming. 
So for those who want to think that the human body is weak, sorry. We have people squatting 1,300 pounds. I've interviewed them on this podcast. We have people that bench 1,000 pounds. I've interviewed them on this podcast. We have people that can run 20-some miles an hour as fast as, you know, cheetahs get moving. You know, at least in the initially. Cheetahs can go real fast once they get moving. But the first 100 meters, oh my goodness. We have some fast human beings. I've interviewed them here. I've interviewed women who squat 800 pounds. Don't underestimate the human body. Don't underestimate determination. Your body will follow along whatever your mind, your determination, your willpower, and your courage will allow it to do. And you'd be amazed. Your physical, structural muscles will follow. Your nervous system will follow. And ready for this, folks, your immune system will follow too. If you want to be sick, you will be sick. If you want to be healthy, give your, body, give your mind some education. And your nervous system will take over and will help your immune system become strong. You may have to learn how to eat, exercise, sleep, what high-quality supplements to take. But guess what? Your body will respond. That's what it's designed to do. We're mammals. We've been on this planet for 40 million years. Not humans, but mammals have been. We outlived the dinosaurs. As big and nasty as they were, our mind is what drove us. Determination, the will to survive, not the will to judge, manipulate, lie. None of that, none of that drove us. What drove us in ev evolution, what drove us in natural selection and to succeed and be on top of the food chain was our mind. Our ability to be open to think things through, not biases. The ability to see everything and realize it's true. And if it's true for one human, it's true for you. And I'm talking about the successful things. If one human can overcome, you can overcome. If one human can be positive, you can be positive. If one human can beat the bug or beat 100 meter time or 400 meter swim, you can too. Now, you may not have the qualifications of an Olympian, but have you tried? Have you tried to change for the positive? It's easy to change for the negative. There's a principle in physics that uh, things break down. Everything, it's entropy, the theory of entropy. It's the principle of entropy. Things break down to their simpler, lesser parts. But see, the cool thing about biology, and that's why I love biology so much, with a little ATP, with a little energy, and a little know-how, you can take something that's simple and become more complex and become a winner. It's all choice. And if you continue to put blinders on, that's what a bias is, blinders. If you continue to put blinders on, you're not going to see the next best athlete right next to you and what in the lane right next to you. You're not going to see that gold medal champion at work. You're not going to see that single mom who run, has two jobs, takes care of two kids, and is going to school at night and never gets sick. How does she do it? Think about that. And you want to lower yourself.
to become a weaker human being, mentally, physically, emotionally? Uh-uh. No. Crawl back on top of the food chain. We are here. Most of us are here. If you want to lower yourself down, that's your choice. But get out of the way of the winners. There's someone in lane eight that's about to blow by you. And you considered yourself the one full of knowledge, the winner. You were wrong. He's taking home the gold. She's taking home the gold. Why don't you just open your eyes, take off your goggles, take off your blinders, and look around. It's going to be uncomfortable. Your eyes may burn when it hits the water, but guess what? You're going to see reality. A lot of people don't want to see. It's too easy to stay in your biases. It's too easy to keep your blinders on. But as you're looking around saying, what happened? Someone else is getting up on the gold medal podium. How about this? Work harder. Read more. Think better. Train harder. You need to train for life. It's not a free ride. The ones that are going on a free ride... They're the ones causing problems now. They're food for things lower down on the food chain. Climb back on top. That is your destiny. And this has been another Fact Podcast.